1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up
2: now at chumbacasino.com
1: no purchase necessary bdw Void. We're prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus
2: joining us right now the beacon plumbing hotline he is uh, he is not a narcissist nor is he selfish um, he's an all-around great guy ladies and gentlemen it is gary hill junior from the mariners broadcast team uh, gary uh you got an answer for this team i mean i know you've got answers for me this is not the road trip i wanted not the road trip uh you wanted However, the last time we talked to you, you were on the grounds of Disneyland. How long were you officially there? How long officially there? And give me a ballpark money wise you spent. Just ballpark.
0: Oh man. Uh so we we did really well. We stayed till after the fireworks show. And I put fireworks show in air quotes because they did not shoot the fireworks because of weather. Uh it was Really a perfect night, a summer night in Seattle, but apparently in Southern California, the breeze of one mile per hour was too much for the fireworks. So there was no (laughs) fireworks show, but we stayed till 10 p.m., which was, for us, great. It was a long day. Uh, Ballpark, what I spent, I I don't want to (laughs) know. I I didn't keep track. I I don't want to know that. That's information I'm better not knowing, so I can't give you a ballpark.
2: Okay, but all right, you had a good time.
0: Oh, it was great. Yeah, everything was fabulous. Yeah. And, you know, when I talked to you. My, my family was in line for Pirates. It worked out great. They did the heavy lifting by waiting in line. So. I talked to you, and then I just <laughs> kind of cut right in front with them. It worked out
2: perfect. Such a great so we ride. we could
0: arrange more stuff like that, Anyt- yeah, that'd be great.
2: Anytime. Great ride. To me, it's the best ride. And
1: anytime you don't it's have to be the ride. one standing in line, it, it makes it even yes. better.
0: I know. I think she really shined the light on what I should be doing the whole
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Gary. Uh, so two and six. They uh, it, it's a rough home, a rough uh, road trip. They come back home now with with six games before they go back on the road. They start tonight with the Marlins, and then the White Sox. Uh, I know they're searching for answers. The the players, the coaches, the everybody, the the front office. Do they? How close do you think, being around the team, that they feel that they are away from really getting this thing in the right direction?
0: You know, it's funny because I feel like, uh, and I guess the Angels series was the most frustrating for me of the season in that I feel like there were some signs of the offense moving in the right direction in this road trip where – You saw a good plan played out against good pitchers. Musgrove, Otani, to name a couple, then Sandoval after that. They really elevated the pitch count. They drew some walks. They got some hits. They put some runs on the board. I mean, the kinds of things you expected to see from this team more often. It looked like who the Mariners want to be and were supposed to be coming into the season, which is is great. Uh, The offense moving in the right direction. But what made it frustrating is this is happening – now all of a sudden you have some issues with the starting rotation and there's been some blow-ups as you and Tim were just talking about with you know Kirby, two of the last three, and same with Logan Gilbert. And Miller, of course, the struggle with the last two. So which happens with starting pitching, it's a thing that happens, and as you rightly pointed out, it happened to Castillo already this season. He's one of the best in the game. It happens to everybody. It's just the timing is so unfortunate because it finally felt like they had some momentum going offensively and some guys that have struggled overall this season, there's some signs of life. You know, Suarez uh, had a really good day. He hit, hit the ball a ton. Didn't have anything to show for it the first game of the series against the Angels. 3 over 100, which is great. And then a couple of hits after that, Teoscar's really been heating up. There's some good things happening, but now <laughs> yeah, have the rotation kind of struggling at the same time. So that the frustration comes in. A series that you really wanted to get against the Angels. You really had a chance. You had every chance to win on Friday. It didn't happen. And then you come home without a series win. And if they could have come home with that series win, you know maybe you can build on it. But now they come home and it was, as you point out, a really tough trip. And now they're facing a really good team in the Marlins, playing really well. I'm not sure how many people realize how well the Marlins are playing. They've won eight of nine. They have a really good young rotation. And the last 30 days, they've been one of the best offenses in of baseball. So Merit is out work cut out for them.
1: Gary, what do you make of these last you know, four starts from, from Logan Gilbert? It seems like we're either getting you know, terrific performances, like going eight innings or, or seven innings against the Padres, or he's getting lit up by, by, the, by the Yankees and then yesterday by the Angels. What kind of has stood out to you about him lately?
0: Yeah, it's a good question because overall I think he's had an excellent season and even pitched better than his ERA. It's it's strange to look at that it's nearly four and a half now because a lot of the numbers underneath are so good. Like the strikeout rate and the walk rate and the ground ball rate, like all that stuff. All the stuff that you want to be really good at, he's really good at. And you take the Yankees start, I mean that was just a clunker in the mix of like seven starts where he was really good. And now you get the one against the Angels, and what was so strange about it is he just hit so hard, and it's not something we've seen very often from him this year. I think it's going to be interesting to hear or see what he comes back with next time around. It was just so unlike him. Uh, every you know, high fastballs were being hit. He had good velocity. The stuff looked fine. You know, there was there's nothing you could look at and say, "Oh, it's this." I mean, I guess he was catching too much of the plate in that start, but some of the ones that weren't over the plate were being hit. It was just such an odd start. So I guess that's a long way of saying I'm not sure exactly what to make of two of these last three. I'm really interested to see what he comes back with because overall he's had a really good year, but man, yeah, two of the last three have not been good. That's for sure.
2: Uh, Gary Hill is uh, with us, uh, Mariners broadcaster, joining us here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Do you think, I mean, are we, is it too early? It certainly wouldn't affect Miller. But to look at Gilbert and Kirby, because they leaned on him so much last year, especially in the second half, could there be anything to fatigue at all with these guys?
0: I don't know. Uh, you know, it's so funny because in this realm of, Picture usage and innings and how much you use a guy and what's safe and what's the jump from one inning to the next, honestly, no one really knows everyone's just kind of guessing it's a big guessing game I mean the number that you hear all the time is well, you don't want to uh, from one in uh, one year to the next you'll want to go over twenty percent of their innings from the year before and then you start asking questions about it to different people like so. Why that number? And it's just like, oh, it's a number out of the hat, essentially. So, I don't know. I mean, is is that part of it? I'm not sure. I mean, both guys feel strong. The stuff looks great. I would think if – and this is just me. But I would think if fatigue were an issue, I think that would start to show up in the pitches. Like, the velo would be down, Mm -hmm. or the breaking stuff wouldn't be as sharp, or maybe the command would be totally off. But I don't think that's something – that we've seen. We've seen a couple of starts this year where uh, during the course of a game, Gilbert has lost some velo, but that wasn't the case yesterday. His velo's fine, 95, 96, you know? So it's a good question. I don't have the answer. I don't know how many people have the answer on that one, but they've looked good. They've looked strong.
1: And I guess that's how I would answer that. Gary, uh, Bryce Miller's first five starts were so spectacular just you know record setting never seen before in baseball kind of stuff um and then the last two have been really ugly is that a case for you of him just meeting up against a couple of good fastball hitting teams or is this a point where you know he's got to start thinking of counters and and the league has a little bit of a book on him and he's got to start changing things up a little bit
0: yeah this is the cat and mouse i think this is where you burst onto the scene and teams have seen you and they know you and they'll be looking for what you do the best. So I think, I think part of everything you just said, I think there's a little part of each of it because the Yankees and the Rangers are both really good offensive teams. So I think that is certainly a part of it and it's part of adjustments and it's going to be part of him adjusting back. So I'm actually really curious to see tonight what his mix is going to be and how he attacks the Marlins Marlins are a little different team than Texas, for example. Texas does it through thump, mostly. Marlins, they're an on-base team. The last 30 days, they're the best on-base percentage in baseball. But it's more like Arise is kind of the the great example for them where yeah, it's more base hits, it's more drawn walks, except for Soler, who's like turn back the hands of time. He's got 19 home runs this year, which I'm not sure anyone saw coming at this point, but so it's a little different offense that he's facing, but I'm curious to see what the percentage looks like. That's something I'll be watching through the course of the game. Like, what is the fastball percentage? Does he go to it early to see if it's working and he doesn't have to adjust or is he going to go more slider slider uh, to start the game? I think it's going to be something to watch tonight. That's for sure.
2: Uh, Gary Hill Jr. with us, uh, Mariners broadcaster. Mariners and Marlins start a uh, three-game series tonight. Uh, you're right. I don't think people really understand how good the Marlins are. We were Tim and I were talking a, a little bit earlier. They remind me of the, this team, the Mariners team, two years ago. They're winning so many close games. They're 17 and five in one-run games. It's a. I mentioned this to Tim. It's the highest winning percentage in the modern day era of baseball. Yet their run differential is minus 20. I mean, so they're they're winning yeah. all these close games. They're not blowing anyone out. Their best player hasn't played since May. Uh, you know, at least going into the season, he was going to be their best player. You get to see a guy now, Arias, who's chasing 400, which is a damn cool thing to watch. I know it's it's not hitting home runs and all that like we're all used to in ma- made, you know modern day baseball, but a guy that's going to be chasing that and is very like it now it's you, you're past the whole well, this is kind of cute storyline. Like this is legitimate. He's hitting 397 uh, right now. And so it's a, it's a fun team coming here. And you get to see, I believe this is the pitching matchup, but I believe on the final game, uh, you yeah. get to see uh, uh, Perez pitch, the 20-year-old, the right-hander, who is all the talk of baseball besides De La Cruz. Cruz. Uh, this guy is is amazing. So they're, they're a good young team. And we get to see the Gene Gene the hit machine back. <laughs> huh? Wow. I mean, he's hitting <laughs> yeah. 140, but whatever.
0: Yeah, it's not like quite the hit machine at this point. No. Yeah, yeah he's, he's making a return. Now, the Arise story is amazing. Yeah. I think it is incredible and super fun, especially like it's the context of this thing, of this modern era in baseball where batting averages just plummeted and the pitching is so good. To have a guy in June near 400, I think is incredible. It's amazing. I, I, think, I think hitting 400 is impossible. Like, I, I just don't think there's any way he's going to be able to do it, just because I think pitching is ridiculous, but the fact that he's just flirting with it is amazing to me. I, I don't understand it, and I'm excited to watch the next three days to see what that looks like, but your comparison's pretty good, and I hadn't thought about the direct, direct comparison of the Bears a couple of years ago, and you're right. They're winning a ton of close games. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> their potential's not great, uh, and they take advantage of a really soft part of the schedule. They've won eight of nine, and I know it you think playing in front of you, but it's you know, A's, Royals, White Sox, but they've taken advantage of it. So good for them. And they're just really fun. Like their pitching is really fun too. A lot of young guys. And you just point out Perez. I'm anxious to see in person. I've watched a few games on TV, and he his stuff is yeah. really impressive. He's just 20. That matchup with Castillo is going to be awesome. Go to that game, for
2: sure. Yeah, it's game. it's going to be awesome. He's 23 and one, with the ERA of two one. Seven. All right. Hey, listen, Gary, we'll cut you loose. Uh, enjoy your little brief time off. You'll be back at it uh, tonight, and uh, we'll cut you the, uh, down the road. Appreciate it, man.